So I, you, as the host of Coffee and Pie, and the co-host of the Jameson Tapes, mm. uh, have here a berry pie stout. Ooh. And this is a shot of Kahlua. Okay. So yeah, I've combined the Jameson Tapes and Coffee and Pie to do a, uh, a bastardized Boilermaker of sorts. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not going to actually drop the shot. I'm going to dump it. Thank you. But, uh, yeah. Here we go. Do. What's the name of it? Chug, 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 Yes. I just consume. That's that's water. <laughs> water. Uh, is this is the part where we say hello and welcome to Well yeah, I think we we definitely transitioned away from the dregs at this point. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't want yeah. that has to be part of the normal pocket. Although doesn't yeah. dark doesn't coffee and pie normally open with uh y'all well, singing? Singing something or Oh fuck. Uh Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. We're pirates, we're pirates, we're pirates, we're pirates, we got me, Arnie's yo ho. We're pirates, we're pirates, we're pirates, we're pirates, we got me, Arnie's yo ho. Yeah! I had a new wrinkle to the bit when we wrote it last night. Oh yeah? What did you add? Oh my gosh! I just kept finding things around me and making the song about that. Oh nice. It's just like, yo ho, yo ho, a barrel's life for me. I made it a wood, you store stuff inside me, drink up the meat. That's pretty good. This is, how did you wear it? Darkly? Undercooked Jameson Pie. Welcome to Darkly Undercooked Jameson Pie. This will be released on every podcast feed associated with it. As we got to help jump. I don't think creative four people know the two people that are. No. Now, absolutely. You you two are like. We did a coffee and pie undercooked. You have been on undercooked analysis before. Yeah. We did a. We read the. We read Pie as the Four of Life. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, God. For those who aren't aware of the plot of Pie as the Four of Life. Uh, it's about putting foreskin in pie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh god, I forgot about that. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, it, it was a while back though. Yeah. Um, wasn't it? Uh, it was. It, it was bad. <laughs> did, did, didn't that open with a kiss from a rose? Or no? Did uh, uh, no? It's Wonderwall. You opened up with. Oh. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like us. Sounds, sounds about right. <laughs> um, <laughs> sounds like something that we would do. Uh, yeah, I think uh, like the bit just became, we just started, I don't think we started off like that, because we, we had songs that you would play at the beginning of those, the first There was a few episodes, episodes where uh, uh, I didn't give a shit about being content ID and just started off the episode with licensed music. Yeah. Uh, I was young. Uh, dumb and full of no cares about content ID. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But, and then, like, it, it just evolved into, like, us doing songs. Uh, Which can still get you content ID. Yeah. If you well, sing it well enough. 
if we if we if we do it well enough. Uh, well, we did a pretty killer Friends opening theme once. Yeah, <laughs> there was a beer in court called Friends. Oh. I think it was a sour, but how is it not coffee flavored? Wait, that, wait, that wait. is a good question. There was yeah. a beer in court. 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 There oh. probably was a lot of beer in court too. I was, yeah, I was gonna say. Like, I'm not drunk. You're drunk, Judge. <laughs> you know, like, you're out of. You object to that. <laughs> Here's the funny part. That just happened like earlier in the weekend, where uh, I t- like uh, I said, "Oh, because David had texted me and I was hanging out with Sage." I'm like, "Oh, David's at uh, court." He, in Sage turns to me, he's like, "He's in court," and Not I'm again. like, "No, no, no!" no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I just got scared for a second. There's a video out there of when the pandemic, when, when we were in lockdown, um, the courts were struggling to find out how to like hold because they're trying not to put everything on hold. Mm. And so there's just a bunch of hilarious Zoom footage out there yeah, of yeah. courts learning how to use Zoom. And in one of them, uh, there's like open public hearings and everyone's kind of filing in one by one. And then the judge just like, uh, opposing counsel talking, and the judge says, hold on a second. Whose name is Buttfucker3000? Me, man. Lucky I just finished drink, my drink. I was about to spit. <laughs> the, the, the guy whose like, title was like, uh, my name's Paul, actually. Well, why does it say Buttfucker3000? Um, and he's just like, just eject something else. You go think about that. <laughs> you go to your room and you think about what you've done. And the, yes. the, video, ends, the pe- video ends with some other dude who's just in the lobby and just starts busting out laughing. <laughs> Oh my god! He's not mean. It's that video where, like, the guy leaves the cat filter on. It's like, excuse me, uh, just real quick. The defendant has a filter on. And the guy's like, oh, I don't know how to turn it off, but I promise I'm not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> my personal uh, favorite is, damn, Randy, you bald as shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be that person. We probably should do intros or proper intros. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was gonna facilitate that, but th- thank you, Kayla. So Kayla is doing. Well, first of all, there's Kayla. Hi, Kayla. Hi. Hi, Kayla. We love Kayla. Yes. Um, <laughs> there's Alan. I'm Alan. You probably know who I am. I am in most of the shows yes. we're doing today. <laughs> Pick all of the shows. Three, three you've been, you've been, you've been in a Darkly Lit. You've been in multiple Darkly Lits. You've been in several Darkly Lits. Yeah. Horror of Cam Jelly Jam, anyone? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was in that one. Yeah. Uh, was also in the Electric Boner. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Man, if I could go back and unread a book. <laughs> it would be Lair of the White Worm. Yeah, actually, that's well, true. <laughs> Speaking of which, that's that's abysme. Uh, hi, I co-host the Jameson Tapes. I'm on UCA quite a bit, and I'm also behind a lot of drunken shenanigans that makes its way into UCA. So, uh huh. Nice. Uh, also joining us is a longtime associate of UCA, and well, technically, sort of. Are you taking off? Yeah, I'm taking ah, off. Ah, well, join uh, about to d- depart this this leave. existence <laughs> is uh, is. Associate of the podcast and uh, one of my dearest friends in the whole world, Matt Hawley. Hello. Hey, it's Matt Hawley. Matt Hawley is our. That's a picture wrap on Matt Hawley. Yeah. Glad I got to see you for a bit before you could take off. Yeah. For like two seconds. Sorry for showing you things. (laughs) I'm not. As I said earlier, it was better than being. 
That's fair. All right. Peace out, huh? Later, guys. Later, Miles. Nice to meet you. Drive carefully. Nice to meet you. Bye. Bye. That review probably could go on the box for things. It probably yeah, could, actually. Yeah, it it's better than being at work. <laughs> probably better than your job. Yeah. Uh, so, um, and let's see. Uh, um, well, that, that, that changes one of my plans I had. I yeah. thought Matt was going to be around a little longer, but that's okay. We have two guest stars. Yes, we have two guest stars. Uh, we have Marcus. Hey, how you doing? I'm Demarcus, but you can call me the Chocolate Prince. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. People at work started calling me Chocolate Prince. Just specifically so. you. The guy <laughs> listening to this is Dan. <laughs> That's right, Dan. 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 You are listening into this, and your name is Dan. You are allowed to refer to him as the Chocolate Prince. <laughs> if you are not named Dan, you will not speak to DeMarcus. <laughs> Dan Stevens. <laughs> Dan Steve. I will also, I will also grant I will also grant express permission to Dan Scammell. Yeah. yeah. There, there is a you, Dan that we know. That you will divert eye contact from Demarcus if you are not named Dan. Stevens. No. Dan Scammell. Too specific. Uh, and then we have Sean. I'm Sean. Hi everybody. I'm from Coffee and Pie. I do I do the music thing sometimes. Yeah. yeah. This is the crossover I don't know if everybody asked for, but it's a crossover we wanted. Yeah. So that's yeah. The thing. It's happening. Yeah. And we're I, all in one room. Yeah. yeah. And I'm your regular UCA ho- co-host, David. Hi. Welcome. And just like uh, UCA, we're all just kind of sitting around a Blue Yeti, as is want for... So it's got the UCA quality, yeah. but it's got the uh, it's got the gravitas of people from several podcasts. This all is, in one. Honestly, this is exactly the same setup we use for coffee and pie. <laughs> yeah, in the center with everyone around. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Well, we have a hypothetical coffee and pie thing going on, so that worked out nice. <laughs> yeah. Hypothetical coffee is a band I used to play. Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Sade's. By the way, Sade is floating somewhere nebulously, but just like Sade in in real life, in oh. on uh, in his role on the Jameson tapes, he's he's just kind of an invisible presence. Yes, but he is here. Spiritually. He, he is always here He's with always, everyone. Yeah. And uh, Gracie's here, too. But Hi, Gracie! She's back there eating food. Oh. Yeah. So, um, normally on UCA we read something, but I don't know if I feel like reading something. So let's just chill. How about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Because what I was thinking of doing originally was since Matt was here, I was going to have you do uh, Splash Mountain, but... Oh. <laughs> but he left, yeah. so... Uh, so, uh, I did want to tell a story about my flight in. Okay. Oh yeah, you were you told me you wanted to say you were saving this for the, the recording. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh oh, no, this is good. I got I a com- I got a Delta Comfort Plus flight, uh, which means I got a screen with a variety of movies to, to enjoy at at my disclosure. At my at my leisure. <laughs> I can disclose these movies. Thank you. Yes. Um I ain't on the eye. Uh I ended up adding a 31st movie to my 30 Days of Disney Street and watched Inside Out. But that's not what's important. <laughs> what's important is that uh, I was traveling with my sister and she got the window seat. I was in the middle. And next to me, uh, I knew there would in fact be a rando. So, so uh, the, the rando seated next to me was a Midwest wine mom. Oh, boy. Um, 
And God. the row in front of me was all three of her children. <laughs> mm-hmm. So go on. Uh, once we got up in the air and I was able to peruse the variety of, of films, uh, I saw that one of them was Smile. <laughs> and I turned to my sister, who had also seen it, and I was like, "How fucking crazy would you have to be to when seated next to a random person to start watching Smile?" <laughs> the horror movie. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we get up in the air, and the Midwest wine mom starts watching Smile. <laughs> <laughs> And that is not the half of it. No. Because from where I'm seated, uh, I can occasionally glance up and see what the three children in front of me are watching. And one of them starts watching Megan. (laughs) (laughs) Do we need to have them on the show? Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) So this little girl... I think was like presumably like oh a movie about a doll. <laughs> Executive oh. producer James Wan. <laughs> so I see that this little girl is watching Megan, and I like look over to her mother seated right next to me like, what is the etiquette for saying something now? <laughs> How um, old do you think the daughters were? Uh, like no, like no older than ten. Oh goodness! <laughs> okay. um, so, fortunately, ten minutes into Megan, she stops watching it and puts on the Lorax. <laughs> um, and I'm like, okay, oh yeah. So oh, I don't bad, have to bad. say anything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was that was my notable flight experience. How how notable? <laughs> Well, it clearly was, because yep. now it's here. It's noted. Yeah. Yeah. It's because we started joking about the Larks later on, because... Yeah, I was, yep. was yeah. going to say that. <laughs> yeah. So, maybe not a better choice, now that we know <laughs> yeah. what we know about the rest of the <laughs> Now that we know that it's all a thinly veiled uh, version of Hitler's Germany. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so, Alan had bought, as very, a very Alan thing to do, bought a board game for his sister called... Touch or feel the mustache. Like mustache. No, it is, mustache touch touch. Uh, it is mustache touch game. Yeah. <laughs> Which to me is just making out. <laughs> so it's like, oh, which mustache do you like? And he's like, I like the ginger Hitler mustache. And we're like, yeah. that looks like the Lars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you ever see. Uh, if you ever see me at Missy B's and ask me if I want to play the mustache touch game, I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to local Kansas City gay bar references. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you it's might want to know, man. <laughs> we got a moment on the plane, too, where, like, we had a moment on the plane where I was trying to find a movie to, like, listen to oh, yeah. sleep. Yeah. So I'm like, my family's from Hong Kong. We're big Bruce Lee fans. Like, oh, Enter the Dragon's on here. I'm going to put on Enter the Dragon. Oh, hell yeah. And oh, I was like, crazy. okay. It was good for a little bit, and I totally forgot that there are scenes when There's they... There's a good op- amount of titty in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they offered all the fighters, like, oh, here's a woman, here's a woman. So there are scenes when they're, you know, fighters getting massages, and there are topless women. And yeah. I look around, and there are, like, people, like, I don't know if they're looking at me, but I can tell that, you know, I have that feeling someone's watching. So I look up to Marcus, I'm like, what are you watching? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm watching the remake of House Party. <laughs> so what we did was we synced it up together and we listened to it together and just kind of like 
MST3K throughout the entire thing. Yeah. And it's weird because that's my first experience with any house party thing ever, and now I'm obsessed. <laughs> Apparently LeBron James is a big part of the new house party film. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's set in his house. Like, that. yeah. Yeah. So, LeBron James is the new king of sequels slash reboots that are probably way too late to be existing. <laughs> and it was weird because, like, you know, in the, in, the, in the movie House Party, they play a basketball game, so, you know, to see if the guy has to pay for all the damages. And you look at the court and you realize, oh, this is the same court from Space Jam 2. I think this is actually LeBron's house. LeBron's <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah, just come. Yeah, come no, that's wrong. Right. I, I, I don't care. I'm sure yeah. in my house. Right? I don't care. <laughs> also, that movie had like a million cameo, like Lil Wayne, uh, Walter Emanuel Jones. Wow! Like it, it yeah. just clicked that you're referring to Space Jam too, because I was yeah. like, when did they go to LeBron James' house in Space Jam? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's also what I meant when I was like, LeBron James is the new king of being in <laughs> yeah. being in sequels slash reboots that are probably way way too late. He's like he's like <laughs> yeah. a diet Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Speaking of uh, reboots slash sequels that are way too late, uh, I just they just announced that they're they're doing formally announced that they're doing Beetlejuice two. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, when other writers coming back, are they aging her up? Or? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So Jenna, Jenny Ortega, the girl who's playing Wednesday, is going to be uh, playing as uh, Lydia's daughter. But it's still uh, got Mike, and, and they're bringing back Catherine O'Hara as a grandmother. Yeah, Catherine O'Hara, and of course Michael Keaton it's still is Beetle still Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice because he always said, "If I will play this character again, if there's a sequel." And then they waited way too goddamn long. Yeah, what, the what's the what's the plot of that? Like, I mean, Michael <clears throat> King came back as Batman. So uh, this is the first shot that we've seen of Lydia as an adult so far. I know you can't I, see it because it's an audio podcast, but someone, look it up. Oh, okay. okay. As someone who's been to many, uh, uh, has been to a bunch of horror conventions and all that. Yeah, that I, I've seen plenty of older women that look. Just like that. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Um, so to echo DeMarcus, what's the plot? Yeah, like, where yeah. do you go with this? Didn't Beetlejuice <laughs> get eaten by a sandworm? Well, there was a point at the uh, end. For a little bit after the Beetlejuice movie came out and was successful, they were going to do Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. No joke. Mm. Oh, yeah. That was that. The well, of, and they did it, in, they referenced it in the cartoon, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you saw this, but it just got announced either earlier today or yesterday. They are making an It Man 5. Which uh, makes no sense because Ip Man died in Ip Man 4. So what are they going to do? <laughs> it's a new Ip Man. <laughs> That's Ip Man, Ip Man he, Jr. He, he, he Ip Man be... 5. Ip Man is going to fight the concept of death. Personified <laughs> by Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> Ip Man what conquers that, hell. What was that one movie where... Uh, oh, God. Um, where the guy was like trying to look for his elephant and there's a long five-minute... Oh! oh um, no, 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 that's no, great. No, protector. No, protector, protector, protector. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the other Tony. Jones. I feel like I feel like yeah. I feel like the two of you could like talk a lot about like Kong Kong. Oh my god, yeah. That one shot where it's just him going up the stairs, it destroying is, everybody. Yeah, incredible. I've seen that. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I tried because uh, really cool. one of my favorite movies is Come Drink with Me mm-hmm. from 1966. Uh, it's a beautiful. Uh, with um, the main character is, I believe her name is uh, Golden Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Or is it Golden Swallow? Sparrow. Because uh, I, I have to, no, so they make a, they made like a movie with a, 
with Jackie Chan, that's like a like a a callback to Wuxia, and it's kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they name one of the characters gold, like either Golden Sparrow or Golden Swallow to reference this character from Come Drink with Me, and it fucks with my brain. Mm-hmm. But this <laughs> is hey David, can you hand me that bottle? I think still has some in it. This one. Uh, does it say berry pie? Yeah, stuff? That's, that's <laughs> my man. Yeah, that's it. Yep. But this is like this film is basically if you <laughs> watch any Hong yeah. Kong action film after this, this film kind of started it all. So like whenever you see scenes, uh, like um, I am been drinking a little bit, so my brain is trying to my memory gets worse when I start to drink. So um, the movie by Ang Lee. Mm-hmm. That's very famous. Yep. What's it called? Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Thank you. Mm-hmm. In Crouching Tiger, mm-hmm. Hidden Dragon, uh, the fight scene that uh, occurs in like an inn, that's because of Come Drink With Me. Mm-hmm. Come oh. Drink With Me started that whole... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the, wasn't a, the oh. woman who played um, the character in Come Drink With Me, wasn't she in Crouching Tiger? Yes, she was. She's the Jade Fox? I believe so, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, she's a, like... The, wait, Sean. No, wait. Sean, she? Oh, fuck me. Hold on, let me... She used to. She was once a ballerina. Oh, Michelle Yeoh. No, it's not Michelle okay. Yeoh. No, no, no. She was also a dancer back in the day. Yeah. Was also in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um, that movie rules. That's pretty cool. Chow Yun Fat. He did ballet back in the day. Yeah. Before okay. shooting people in slow motion. Uh, so <laughs> Gold, okay, Golden Swallow. That's her name. Uh, Badass that, name. That's that's the main character, and there's actually a whole Golden Swallow series. Uh, I'm sure there is. Chen Pei that's that's the main actress. That's Chen And yes, she was Jade Fox in Crouching Tiger. <laughs> wow. Pei Pei means what? Chen Pei Pei. Where's Anna? Uh, the important thing I learned from the Protector is that if anyone ever enters a room and demands to know where their elephant is, you'd better have a really good fucking answer. <laughs> 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 or leave immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I gotta leave. <laughs> also, <laughs> because because uh, uh, also, if you're gonna watch Jackie Chan films, watch the Hong Kong ones. Yes. Because there was a point. I don't know if this is still the case now in Hong Kong. You might correct me if I'm wrong. But there was no like laws on like not really any protection laws that America has in terms of. Um, and if it wasn't for a very long time. Yeah, it's it's not that I don't know if there's any like protection laws. It's just that I know that a lot. Like, no insurance company will cover him because he's just going to do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. It would be too expensive to insure him. But in the yeah. 80s, those laws didn't really work in a thing. possible. Because mm. um, also, later on, when they filmed Rush Hour, mm-hmm. um, they got away with, and they were in Hong Kong, they got away with so much shit because yeah. there wasn't a lot of So, Jackie Chan could do whatever the fuck he wanted oh, yeah. and could yeah. fight. Like, he was, when he was fighting in those films, he's legitimately fighting in those films. When he's doing those stunts, it's legitimately him. And some of those films... He broke his leg, and he's wearing, like, something to cover it up to act like, nah, I'm not wearing a cast. I've seen that. Rumble in the, yeah. yeah, Rumble yeah. in the Bronx. He jumps on, like, a yacht thing, right? Yeah. yeah. He breaks his ankle or hurts his shin, and he's like, all right, we got to keep doing it. So they put a cast on it, put new pants on him, yeah. and he just does they it again. They color it to like his sneaker. Yes. Exactly, yeah. 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 Legend, Legend of Drunken Boxer is the one where he almost burnt all his fucking flesh out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, is, yeah. he does the craziest-ass stunts that's so baffling. Also... Weirdly enough, um, there's also a Drunken... Is it Drunken Master? Is that the there's yeah. Drunken Master, and then there's Legend of Drunken Master. That's the second so, one that came out. Le- like, I think the Legend Legend is a better film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the first one is... It's an older film, and it, it's definitely of its time. 
The second one actually addresses like alcoholism and his journey, like trying to find the balance between drinking too much and all that. And it's very well beautiful, kind of a nice film. He drinks gasoline at yes, the end of the does. movie. That's how insane it is. Yeah, yeah. It's but it's still bomb fuck wild. Film. It's great. Yeah, that's crazy. Did anyone play the video game? I'm Jackie Master. No, it's, it's just called the Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan's not Master. I remember yeah. seeing yeah. it. I've never played oh it. Oh my god! It is. Ex- been a while. I have to wonder if it's still alive. Been a while. It's good, but it was funny. <laughs> at one point, like if you unlock like whatever 100% secrets or whatever, you just can unlock Drunken Master, and you're just like stupidly overpowered. But they, <laughs> to their credit, they mocapped it really, really well. Like it's all incredibly fluid, drunken movement. It's really cool. Um, hmm. And then the, uh, another good one. Uh, oh my goodness, who directed Face Off? James. John Woo. I actually saw John Woo's Hong Kong films before I saw... Like Hardboiled and all that? Yeah, I saw Hardboiled first before I saw Face Off. Uh, Face Off, a legitimately fantastic oh, film. Oh, fucking great. Is is batshit though? Is Nicholas Cage pretending to be John Travolta and John Travolta pretending to be Nicholas Cage? And it's, it, and then John Woo is doing his John Woo thing, and it's... It's John Woo, this So, so John... Here's what I've, I've learned. John Woo's favorite film of all time is... Can't uh, check. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Alright, Kenny so fan, that was really good, but this so time, much. can you do it to a Kenny Loggins fan? <laughs> 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 I'm alright! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, it, it, it's always, it was always John with secret desire to get Rodney Dangerfield. Yes! Oh my god. <laughs> but he gets no respect for you, sir. His favorite film of all time is uh, The Wizard of Oz. Mm. Oh. Weirdly enough, so. So is David Lynch. So is it. David Lynch and, yeah, two very diff- different directors, and their favorite films are The Wizard of Oz. But because he loves the Wizard of Oz so much, he tries to make all the like fight movements very choreographed, similar to like how the Wizard of Oz has the musicals all choreographed and shit. Very highly choreographed. Yeah. Okay. Also, he fucking loves his doves. Oh yeah. And yeah. He loves yeah. having his fight scenes in the weird, in like these innocent, like he. I guess the the idea is innocent places like a hospital or a church or whatever. You know? <laughs> Doves at a church in a hospital. Yep. <laughs> a dove sanctuary yeah. in a church in a hospital. Still doves in the fucking hospital. If they were gonna, if they're back, we're going back a little bit. Um, as far as new Beetlejuice movie goes, <laughs> wow. Um, Can I just say one thing though? You know, Kayla and I got married in a place where they filmed a scene from Face Off. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Was so. it the church? Yes, it was. It was the church. <laughs> so it's at the church. They filmed part of that church scene in a um, oh my god, uh, like a, a, a club, like an old ballroom in um, uh, kind of near. Uh, it was it's like a state beach ballroom reception room. I don't know the fuck that they, they call redecorated that it. They call it, a, they call it a beach bathhouse. It's a bathhouse, thank you. So they called it a bathhouse. Right, right, right. It was from the ni- in the 1930s, it was actually a bathhouse. But what it is now is like, it's a venue. It's but a venue. Like, to, yeah. to describe that like building today, you're like, I, I don't know. But they used, they used that some of the space, the same space we got married in and had a reception in was the same space where they sh- shot that part of Face Off, which yeah. is amazing. There's a building where two and it was haunted moments in my life occurred. It's a building where two of my fondest friends uh, 
together in marriage. And it's also a building where part of Face Off was. <laughs> I just wanted to mention that because well, it's, it's, it's forever something I will mention. Is like, oh, by the way, in hindsight, we got married in a place where they felt Face Off. In, but, Cal- in California. In California, man. Yeah, it's a crazy, it's a weird place, California. I guess the next best thing is if, if we had, if you really wanted film pedigree, we could have gotten married in Bronson Cave. <laughs> uh, but Alan, you were saying, sorry. Oh, Beetlejuice. Uh, Be- um, have we said his name three times by now? Is he yeah. here on the yeah. show? Yeah. I love you, Michael Keaton. Who are you? Um, it's Showtime. Nice fucking model. In the year of our Lord 2023, if we were going to do a Beetlejuice movie, I'd have just liked to see an adaptation of the musical. Oh, oh yeah. hell yeah. Just get... The whole cast is still young enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As someone who, for the most part, like with like several film exceptions, uh, hates Tim Burton. Uh, <laughs> it's, okay, Tim Burton's earlier films are a lot of earlier films are pretty good, and then there's a point where it's just like I'm so sick of this. I um, still like Sweeney Todd. Love Sweeney Todd. I, 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 and we, I think you and I have agreed that like Ed Wood might be his. Best, no, objectively no, his best movie. Ed Wood uh, and probably Mars Attacks are tied for me. Oh, oh shit, you're right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, yeah. I enjoy Beetlejuice. I, 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 I like Beetle, I like Beetlejuice a lot. Even though Nightmare yeah. for Christmas is very overdone, he also didn't direct it. He didn't yeah, direct. He, oh yeah, that's Henry Selick. Like, that's right? Henry yeah. Yeah. Yes, he just produced that one. He just produced. He wrote the premise. I did. Within like the past month or so, uh, after seeing it all over, uh, TikTok posts about it all the time because I look up a lot of musical theater stuff on TikTok, and the algorithm has found me. Um, yeah, Thank you. no, I've seen snippets from the Beetlejuice musical, and then sought out the Broadway cast recording, and like, I hate that it slaps so much. It's really good. I, I'm very happy that you found it because you know I've been kind of on an Alex Brightman kick recently because of Beetlejuice and School of Rock. Yeah. That guy yeah. is like. <laughs> Yeah, he was Dewey Finn. Oh! But not oh, the movie, the musical, the musical. The musical. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't get a lot of attention because it was nominated the same year Hamilton was, so Hamilton oh. took everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But School yeah. of Rock yeah. is an amazing show. That, that, was oh. a bad, that was a bad year to be any other show. I wouldn't have even fucking showed up. <laughs> after like that whole thing Hamilton happened with like politics and shit, you're like, yeah, you're, you guys are all fucked. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. the fact that there was a moment where was it Mike Pence showed oh, yeah. one and they stood up and they dressed him? Yeah. And now that's a part of American history. And it's like, <laughs> wow, you guys, nope. You and go. now the Tonys, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't show up to award shows at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Why bother? But yeah, I, I, I agree with Alan. Like, the soundtrack is great. Alex Brightman really is his own Beetlejuice. Yeah. And it's great. Maybe my new favorite opening yeah. number so in musical. Oh, yeah. The whole being dead, dead thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Later on, after this, uh, show the animated. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll pull that up. The, the animatic by... Um, uh, yeah, oh, God. there's yeah. an animatic to it, and it's so good. Hey, Adam Driver, you but killed yeah, I know about That's <laughs> cool, bro. The I know about... Being dead uh, there's a whole <laughs> evening with Kevin Smith thing where he talks about... Uh, yes. When he when he kind of became a hot name after uh, clerks, clerks, uh, clerks uh, yeah, chasing Amy was kind of what made yeah, him. Was, oh, yeah. yeah. No, 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 but he he was because he got um, hired for the Superman thing before chasing Amy. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, no, that's Tim Burton. It was actually people seeing the script for chasing Amy. Oh, okay, right. that makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of made him made Hollywood right. talk about him a little more. Chasing Amy is actually a really good film. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. this best one still does. 
Yeah. No, dog, dog was his best for sure. I think Jason um, and, and I used to walk everywhere. But he was talking about like well, studios were offering him like uh, actual work, and one of the thing that things they offered him was Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. Yes, that's and right. <laughs> the joke he says is there is like, do we really need another Beetlejuice? Didn't we say? <laughs> didn't we, no, didn't we say all we needed to say with the first Beetlejuice? Yeah. Must we go tropical? <laughs> <laughs> Just watch Kevin Smith talk like during that whole talk. Oh, it's just it's so enjoyable. And yeah, I, I, the, it, that's part of the bigger discussion about him. Uh, it was the Superman, Superman movie. He oh yeah, working yeah, out. yeah. Oh yeah, yes. I I remember that one. I, I love the fact I had a an ex of mine once uh, said it's like it's amazing that he worked with the most famous illiterate man. Okay. Fucking giant spider. Spider. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that whole discussion is good. Uh, That's a spider room moment. That's what that is. Yes. <laughs> um, that and uh, his stories about Prince are, oh, are yeah. some of my favorite things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, those are. <laughs> Other was... podcasts we like listening to, please check out. <laughs> <laughs> was it the, uh, the story about Prince? What, what was. So he wanted to use uh, the most beautiful girl in the world for, I want to say, uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. they said, and he tried, he contacted the companies and uh, they said Prince wants to talk to you. And he's like, oh! and then uh, it turned out Prince actually wanted to hire him to film some religious shit. Um, oh, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Film some stuff regarding or surrounding his new album, which was more overtly religious than his previous <laughs> one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, All right. My favorite part of that story is he's trying to get in contact with Prince regarding uh, getting the rights to this song. And then he gets to talking to Prince and Prince is like, I want you to come film this thing for me. Uh, And Kevin Smith like eventually agrees to it and then realizes he forgot to ask him for the rights to the song. (laughs) And he called Prince back after he had already agreed to film this thing for Prince. And then Prince said no. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened? Then he invited us in and gave some pancakes. <laughs> oh no, apparently the whole experience was such a surreal experience for him. I'm sure. I just want to say more because I feel like people should go listen to that. that yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the evening with Kevin Smith. Uh, it might have been the. F- I think that was just the first one. Because another one was because uh, he was actually having a bit of a feud with Tim Burton because uh, I forgot what happened. Oh, um, that again, just go watch it, but to, to truncate it, uh, Kevin Smith did a comic called Chasing Dogma, the, the which was set between Chasing Amy and Dogma. The plot of that comic eventually metamorphosized into Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, um, nice. Okay. But there's a scene in the comic that was not included in the movie uh, where Jay is dreaming about a world where the apes take over. And one of the things they do is they take the head off of the uh, uh, Lincoln Memorial and put an ape head on there, (laughs) which is how the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes movie ends. (laughs) So uh, Kevin Smith, like, joked about it in an interview that Tim Burton stole his idea. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and Tim Burton did not take that as a joke. Uh-oh. Well, the way that the person wrote it was as though it was, he were being serious. <laughs> like, he's mad, and all that. Like, he upsetly said, 
said, I am mad at him, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, I was, I thought we were joking, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another funny thing, too, is uh, how he tried, to, he went to go, um, he heard there was a boycott uh, against dogma in Nearby his hometown. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he wouldn't help. Yeah. Boy, he, he wouldn't, wouldn't help protest his own film. He asked his wife, and his wife was like, "Are you fucking insane?" So he called up his friend, and his friend's like, "I've been waiting, waiting to do this." Yeah, that's funny. It's like I might even see my mom there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this is a podcast about Kevin Smith now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He gets, and then he gets he's interviewed awesome. at the at the thing. Yeah, the press ran on the joke too. Yeah, well, the funny part is the. I think the the thing was this woman that's looking up at him. And she's like, "Are you him?" And he's like, "No, that's oh. and is pointing to Jesus." <laughs> <laughs> Are you him? Was Dogma like the last thing George Carlin was in? One of them, like, was it? Tarzan two. When did that come uh, out? Oh my god! Tarzan, I'm sorry, he so was the I'm old sorry, girl in that I'm one. sorry, everyone has to remember this. But cars. Ah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. He, he was in cars. cars. I mean, he was also in Thomas the Tank Engine for a very long time. Really? Him and Ringo, yeah. Him and Ringo Starr were the, 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 the voice conductor. Of the, yeah. Yeah, the voice I did of the not know that. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen the... I do remember that. Have you ever seen the, the, yeah. the clips where they work some of uh, Carlin's stand-up and, like, his filthy, his filthier stuff oh, into the dialogue of a Thomas, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> It's really good. Hey, Mr. Conductor, what do we do today? Shit picks. <laughs> like, shit picks. Fuck motherfucker. Well, it's like... It's just like, you know... Da-da-da. Fuck me, said Thomas's driver. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are oh, fucking decent. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll find that. I'll, I'll, I'll pull that shit out of the recording. We gotta my, find that. I remember when my sister was living with us, and we're like, "Oh, let me show you all these mashups," and we show her the Thomas the Tank Engine mashup was like, "Come on, motherfuckers!" <laughs> oh yeah, big, oh, big, 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 big Smalls the Dank Engine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, and she laughed her ass off. No, the one she really laughed her ass off was uh, the uh, uh, Lazy Town's Cake song with. Uh, oh, that's classic. With Little, uh, John. Little oh, John. John. It works so well. It does. It's, she had never heard good. it before. It's an easy way to break a pretty cake. What? What? <laughs> and she, she lost her shit at that. Yeah. I, honestly, seeing someone hear something like that for the first time and then lose her shit, it's always like a. I wish Matt Holly had yeah. left early because uh, the first time like I ever hung out with him, we were also going to uh, one of the conventions, and he was driving me. Mm-hmm. And he just he loves mashup music, and he just has a bunch of it like just on in his car. Yeah, and one of like we listened to a song, and that would eventually become the ongoing joke we had for the Rob Zombie thing. Oh, bills, oh, yes. everything. But then the one after that, like I'm hearing, I don't know what the song was, like what the bass song was. But I'm just like, okay, is Rob Zombie going to show up in this one? He just says no. And a millisecond after that, I hear, wah! Oh, it was great. When Derek just pushed his, like, Rob Zombie's back together. When I was actually coming to pick you up this earlier, I was playing, I was, I, whenever I plug my phone into the car, it always for some reason it shuffles to a if it like pulls bluetooth up it'll pull up a random thing from my music and I don't know why it doesn't oh but it pulled up Annoyed Grunt by Neil Ciceriga <laughs> which is like you know every album he does he's got at least one song that's like a or that's like a mega mash of a bunch of weird stuff yeah. this was like the home improvement theme with like 
uh, something from fucking Enya, and then also <laughs> like you know, <laughs> and the like freak on a leash, like like. Boom, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> You ever see that Auntie Donna sketch where they do that? They so they have a concert and send in their album, but they start off doing the friends theme song. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. <laughs> and it lasts for like a full minute. <laughs> Claps look crazy on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and concert footage too. Like when they do it, they even say on the mic, that's the joke. It's from that show, friends. We were on a break. <laughs> Future Marine, I want you to distort all of those claps. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funny part is... All right, I don't need to be as mean. Don't, don't you worry. I got it. The funny part is as soon it. as you mentioned the whole, that uh, after the friends thing, my brain automatically went to... I've got a confession. Oh, yeah, because it flows right into uh, yeah. fucking... Uh, which one was that? Uh, best. Best. Oh, yeah. No, that, I know it's Food Fire, but, like, the... Just... The, again, I like that the mashups have a weird, consistent theme to them. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that Best is just everything. And then, of course, like, um, there's the one that opens with the starting line, and it's just every... It's, like, as many yeah, it's st- a bits of just like opening lines from songs into it. <laughs> That's the reason song. whenever I, I can mm-hmm. no longer hear just... This is a story of a girl without immediately looping around again. <laughs> this is a story of a girl. This is a story of a girl. <laughs> well, based off of what we were watching earlier today, I can now know, like, if I ever hear the name Fred Durst, I'm just going to think of him rhyming girlfriends with squirrels in. <laughs> uh, oh. Girlfriends with squirrels uh, in and Justin. It always, like, makes me... Just seeing Fred Durst do that, like opening for like Roland, oh, like it just—he looks so fake. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> his oh, face yeah. is all over extra animated. <laughs> Keep rolling. <laughs> yeah, no, it's as someone who has a few Limp Biscuit tracks in head in my head that I think fucking slap. Mm. Um, the times where Fred tries to actually rap are no good. <laughs> I, I just hear, like, you gotta say, like, I say this with all the love in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Honey, no. <laughs> Honey. Honey. Uh, Honey. No. Aren't you adorable? <laughs> Aww. That's on the head. Aww. Gold star, Trace Sticker, that says you tried. <laughs> Bless your heart. I will, be, I will say I was that sad kid who heard... Lip Biscuit's version of Behind Blue Eyes before the Who's version. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this song's not bad, and I heard the Who do I'm like, who's copying this? What was the... Um, what was that Limp Biscuit? Oh, hold on, the... Um, it, it was on Mabim Bam where they're talking about... Oh, Lip Biscuit uh, Skank Boy? Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> they're talking about um, the, uh, the iPod... IPod. Apple presentations, yeah. and, then, and for some reason, the the iPod only has stuff by Limp Bizkit or something. Yeah, oh, and and then it led to. I need to skate this so hard. I got, how am I supposed to do this without my limp? Who was the guy like that was heading uh, those? Tim Cook. Tim like Kim Cook's like fuck this. I I'm I'm done I'm with going on tour. Limp Bizkit. <laughs> I'm going on tour. Limp Bizkit skate boy now. <laughs> <laughs> like, why, would, why do I want anything else? I just need. Uh, hot dog. <laughs> what, what were the names of the albums? The Hot Dog Skate Boy. 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 Hot Dog Skate
hot dog okay. water. And there was oh. three, okay, there was three dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> um, something the hot dog flavored water. Something there was, in the hot. There was one before. Uh, the most popular one was between. I mean, I know there was a chocolate starfish or something. Chocolate starfish no, and the hot dog flavored water. Starfish, uh, hot dog flavored water is their third album. Their most popular one was the one between it, and it didn't have a very good, al- memorable album name. Certainly um, not as memorable as chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. <laughs> that was yeah. it. I'm, I'm uh, looking it up right now. But yeah, yeah. So it's significant other. Yep, three dollar bill, y'all. Significant other, chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. Results may vary. Gold Cobra and the album that came out with two years ago it's called Still Sucks <laughs> yeah yeah you do still suck <laughs> <laughs> I'm living up to it it's so good I, I, at least you embraced it I guess I don't know <laughs> everyone just comes up on stage and listens to Limp Bizkit <laughs> yeah. am I supposed to get by if I don't have my limp <laughs> that was like my one of my favorite Bim Bam clips for the I longest time Although the, the the reason I got introduced to them besides the Adventure Zone was the, the one where it was just them uh, talking about game strategies related to uh, the gambler. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the, you yeah, know. The song, yeah, yeah. It's where they you know they're just going along and they talk about strategies like you got to go to Kakariko Village, race against Dante, and then die in your sleep. Cool. Now we're talking about po- other podcasts on this podcast. Yeah, that is about it's all right. of our podcasts. Yeah, that's, that's about as. Yo, yeah. dog. I heard you like podcasts. This is probably the most meta episode ever. I mean, you got like multiple podcasts into one, and we're just talking. Yeah. Welcome to a podcast featuring multiple podcasts, and it's about podcasts. <laughs> Starring Fred Durst and Kevin Smith. <laughs> Featuring a cameo by Alex Brightman. Now, <laughs> now I know y'all be loving this shit right here. <laughs> Kevin Smith on here. No, but yeah. If you ever wanted a perfect example of the weakness of when Fred actually tries to rap, um, there's the uh, remix version of Roland at the end of Significant Other, um, where he uh, it's him. DMX, Method Man, and Red Man. And oh he's God. so clearly outclassed in oh. every <laughs> Why? Why would he, you step into the booth at that point? He yeah. should have been like, ah, Dude, I probably yeah, should I'm out. Just put the mic down no. on the ground and walk <laughs> I'll be behind the mixing board, guys. You go for it. That being said, probably the limp- best Limp Bizkit uh, <laughs> is the one he did with Method Man uh, in Together Now. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, goodness. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, Look, I'll be over here on my Limp Bizkit Defense Force uh, <laughs> all night. Yeah, no, the the thing the thing we watched earlier about uh, uh, oh Run DMC Run DMC yeah, I thought it was funny that like they say Mike D Mike D made the beat and then when, once they found out was Ad Rock oh Ad Rock yeah Ad Rock made the beat and. And then they said, as soon as that, he found out that uh, Biscuit was going to, or Fred Durst was going to be on there, he said, yeah, yeah, take my name off of that. <laughs> I, I want nothing to do with them. Yeah. That's fair. This one's on me, you guys. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, still give me your money. Please don't let anyone know it's me. <laughs> yeah, still give me my money, but, like, uh, don't tell nobody I did this. <laughs> you know, being of right. the Beastie Boys, I saw Guardians 3. And uh, it has really <laughs> interesting. Oh, that's right. I haven't seen it yet, so yeah, I have, I'm not spoiling. Neither have I. There has to be. A, uh, so I always get excited whenever I hear a Guardians of the Galaxy movie comes out because it's not because of the movie, but the soundtrack. Oh yeah, because usually the soundtrack yeah. slaps. 
Uh, it's a good. They're always good mixtapes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't had a chance a to listen tape. to the, the volume three one, but uh, I know I'm going to have to sit down and eventually listen. Uh, to it has a yeah. fantastic Beastie Boys needle drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a Faith No More needle drop. What? Wow. Um, and the movie overall is clearly Marvel letting James Gunn do whatever the fuck he wants to do. So, <laughs> to a degree, to a degree previously unseen in the MCU. I think. So, That's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy is saving like classic rock music, yeah. and it's weird because I work at a piano bar, and there are some youngins in there. Like, at one point, uh, we had a player who was freshly twenty-one. We're you like, heard right. it here first, folks. A lot of underage drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Kid beer ruined my fucking life. <laughs> but. Uh, there was a player there, and she's like, oh, we have to play the Guardians of the Galaxy song. And I was like, what are you talking about? There's what? like a million times that yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, which one? And she's like, you know, the one that goes, when I had you to myself, and I went, fuck off. <laughs> 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 That's not the name of the, you call that the Guardians of the Galaxy song? <laughs> oh, my God. You, you, you yeah, know, right? Too late. Yeah, oh, right. another song I love in the new Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, In the Meantime by Space Hog. Because uh, the vo- the two first two volumes, I mean, all the songs slap. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It does help that uh, I I've known quite a few of the songs because uh, my dad was a huge was a big music fan. He actually was a singer in the or sang in like the seventies and eighties and all that. Nice. And um, uh, so I grew up with a lot of like seventies and eighties music. So I was like, yes, more of this shit. Mm, mm, yes, just. Put that into my veins. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Blue Sky, fuck yes. Yeah. Brandy, yeah. Oh, yes. Brandy, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> Brandy's hilarious because I, I feel like, with the exception of the chorus, whenever I start to like quote it, I just kind of go, I just kind of mumble everything. <laughs> so I'm in like, I'm in Brandy, I'll be like, you know, Brandy, 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 Brandy. Have you heard the 2000s Charlie's Angels? soundtrack it's all 70s songs and they all slap like, yeah oh yeah i remember yeah but- here's another sad fact about me the first time i ever heard living on a prayer was from the first charlie thing <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was the first time for everything oh, right. um like uh it includes there's oh my god uh it, it includes like barracuda which mm-hmm. oh, barracuda uh, i'm trying to remember the one song where <clears throat> like the the whole it's one of those songs where the beat is not that much of a beat but the reason the song is increased is because it sounds like there's a club in the back room, background mm-hmm. yeah uh, I can't yeah. remember the oh yeah the one that uh, Sam yeah, Rockwell dance to you can just hear in the background just people talking and drinking and it's like clearly fun? there's a fucking club in the background he's having fun in that song <laughs> that's great <laughs> just, just put the mic on man yeah. actually, actually based on the based on that you might have, you i want to get your some opinions here because mm-hmm. we were um we were talked about this a little bit on the cruise because um because your piano bar uh, it's reminded me of the fact yeah. that one of our my favorite nights on the cruise was the second night when we went to the Cadillac Lounge yes. and, and that woman was doing like the woman at the piano Lenore yeah. she was doing like mo- she was doing like movie trivia where she'd start to play a song from a thing and then we'd have to shout out the movie mm-hmm. and then she ended it with fucking Candle on the Water from Pete's Dragon <laughs> <made me> fucking cry 
Because <laughs> it's candle on the water and it's beautiful. I actually, but, I actually, so she's like, it was also in Peace Dragon too. And I'm like, but it was also in. Is she okay? She's fine. Yeah, she's just a dog fall. She surprised herself. Oh yeah, and then I, I did my. I think she sco- she scooted her pillow into a weird corner. Oh, yeah. she's fine. Um. So. And then I, I said, but it was also in Pushing Daisies, and she's like, what's Pushing Daisies? And I'm like, let mm-hmm. me tell you about a great TV show mm-hmm. that ended way too soon. Uh, I've been meaning to watch that at some point. It's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. <laughs> I think my favorite thing about that is that this whole episode is kind of a, uh, from what Kayla's told me, is a low-key tribute to, to Pete's Dragon. And um, it's because they have, like, an acapella cover of Candle on the Water in there. Mm-hmm. But the narrator for the show is Jim Dale, who played... Uh, uh, Doc Terminus, the villain in Pete's Dragon, mm-hmm. and apparently they did this without knowing. They wrote this episode without knowing that they had cast the villain from Pete's Dragon as their narrator. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I was in that." And they're like, "What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you are in this." He's like, "I'm the villain." And he's I, like, yeah, "What?" <laughs> but but the, the point I was going to make was so, and I want to get the room's opinion on this. Mm. Uh, so obvious. So in, at Walt Disney World. Uh, rock and Roller Coaster, which was normally just oh, yeah. Aerosmith, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Is, they're, they're going to have it be just kind of a, they're, they're not going to have it just be Aerosmith anymore for obvious reasons. Good. Now, <laughs> here's the thing. They've talked about, oh, we're going to do Queen instead. And I'm like, okay. I feel like that's a missed opportunity because if the Guardians rides are any evidence, people love to go on the rides and have thrill rides where randomly you get a different bits of classic rock. Yeah. So yeah. we were like talking about what would be really awesome as a mixtape to have for different songs on like rock and roller coaster. I want to get your opinion. Okay. What do you think so would be actually, amazing? I had a conversation about this with okay. a friend of mine at the piano bar because she heard the rumor that it was going to be high school musical. I said, no, to be a thing. I thought about I'm like okay, let's think about the ride and let's think if there's a Disney movie that we could put into it. It's about a road trip going to a concert in time. <laughs> so why don't we make da, it a goofy da, movie? Da, da, and then make da, it a Because I would fucking go on that every day. Like, the problem okay. is there's only two power lines. You get standout or eye to eye. Or Lester's uh, Possum Park. <laughs> Well, the well, best song of the Only on April 1st. Well, uh, they also have a couple of songs that I feel more like musical numbers than anything is On the Open Road. Oh, yeah. And Nobody then also You, uh, which, again, they're more musical numbers than anything, and they're not really <coughs> fitting for a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, because I told David, I'm like, why are they doing Queen? Why It's like, why not just do a whole collection of rock songs and just make it seem like you're going to a rock Mm-hmm. Through the ages, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cover different eras. We were trying. We were naming names. I thought this is my personal choice, and I would like to like roundtable this a little bit, get people's ideas. Because you know, if you know rock and roller coaster, you have an idea of what it is. I argued that Ace of Spades by Motorhead would be amazing. Yes. Ariel uh, <laughs> Sweet Wagon. I was thinking. Oh, oh yeah. I, I suggest because I was trying to think of some two thousand songs, and I Seven thought, Nation Army. Yeah, I suggested Seven Nation Army. Um, I always wanted to go on a rock and roller coaster or, or Guardians of the Galaxy with either like Bad Reputation or anything ACDC. Oh, oh, Bad Reputation yeah. would be good. I actually suggested Barracuda for. A- that's why. That's why I thought of it because you mentioned Barracuda earlier, and I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, Bar- Barracuda would be amazing on rock and roller coaster. There's like a weird like spiral or corkscrew or something. It just had to play YYZ by Rush. <laughs> 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 What is happening? What were you saying? Now? This drum solo is like forty minutes long. <laughs> Alan, what were you saying? Uh, first, my controversial opinion. 
Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. here we go. Uh, I think ACDC post Bon Scott is one of my least favorite bands of all time. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, uh, I, you I heard love, it here, I folks. Love, I love Bon Scott era ACDC. Long way to the top. Um, uh, secondly, uh, less controversial opinion. Uh, the reason I thought about that recently is I was listening to one of my favorite classic rock songs, and the, it auto-played into new ACDC, and I audibly said, Ew! <laughs> 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 uh, the, the, song, the song I was listening to, and it is my pick, it's the song Surrender by Cheap Trick. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh that would be awesome. Uh, oh, hell yeah. I was trying to think of songs throughout the but I also wanted to mix it up so it wasn't just all... Because, unfortunately, rock gets very dominated by male, male, male. Sure. And mm-hmm. I wanted some, at least some female singers. I thought Barracuda was a good one. I yeah. think something by Joan uh, Jett would be great. Yeah, I, I love rock and roll. Yeah. If I'm uh, thinking of, of the, the, the hypest, one of the hypest songs on the planet, I, I bit, pick, I've been drinking. That's um, right. We all uh, have. Kickstart My Heart by Mom. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, oh, damn, uh, Cherry Bomb. Yeah, I uh, yeah. I feel like, I'm surprised Cherry Bomb hasn't been used on a Guardians of the Galaxy ride, because that's one of the... Yeah, right? used Is it because it was in the movie? It was used in one of the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so, Cherry yeah, so Bomb. It, it, the, the extra for hard mode though you can't pick something that's been used in a Guardians of the Galaxy ride right. yeah because yeah. those are already being used on other rides right right right, right. Yeah. I really just uh, wanna... kickstart my heart only got used in the game <laughs> I, I, I feel like um, the problem is is also trying to make sure it feels separate from Guardians of the Galaxy yeah mm-hmm. too like Guardians of the Galaxy uh, we actually know an Imagineer who worked on the Guardians of the Galaxy right and I asked him like well how'd you come up with rides it's like we try to think of songs that feel like it would be part of the soundtrack that we could get the rights to. Yeah. But still is that to... is that why they had like like Tears for Fears, for example? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and, but oh, it also fit going up and down. I would um, really just want to fuck with people. Like the opening where you're like going up, I would just like play Raining Blood or something. So when it was Twilight Zone Tower Terror as a kid, I actually got excited when I heard about this for Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Uh, as when I was a kid going on the um, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror ride at California Adventure, um, I actually always thought of uh, Let's Go Crazy by Prince, and I actually would play that and blast it while I'm going up and down on that ride, just so, and because I found a point where I could get it in tune. With the nice. up and down on the right. Are you gonna let the, the elevator, elevator break us down? Oh, oh no, let's, let's go, go drop. drop. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. That's what I did, mm. yeah. I test, I, I figured it out that way. And I later on we heard, oh, it's being torn down. They're going to make Guardians of the Galaxy. David got upset. I said, well, at least they're keeping the better one in Florida. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Because I think, honestly, the Twilight Zone Tower Terror. Well, now they're is, really keeping that one. Yeah, yeah, they better. <laughs> so, well, they already, have a Guardians, they already have a Guardians ride in Florida now, uh, so they don't need to replace their tower no. with a Guardians ride. Uh, so so I was just like, okay, whatever. And then I heard, like, oh, yeah, there's going to be um, rock music in two with it. I'm like, shut the fuck up! So, no way! <laughs> So, uh, my last likely choices are going to be stuff like Hit the Lights by Metallica. Mm-hmm. Um, there needs to be a Do time. Frantic. Tick, 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 tock. What's that one, uh, what's that one joke song that you said? It was by a real band, but it, it was the, oh, the Coca-Cola, uh, cocaine Coca-Cola, um. Oh, no. Uh, I Want You by Savage Garden? No. <laughs> 
I can listen to that song quite a bit. Um, and then were, and then all the kids writing the right away. Oh, it's the ending to JoJo Part Four. <laughs> um, Nickelback. Oh yeah, the Nickelback. This is how you remind me. No, uh, uh, get uh, fucking created there. He's talking He's about the fucking like she keeps me up. Song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she keeps reading. Hello, my friend. We'll meet again. Now I'm just thinking. Of- I'm fucking like a monkey. She's a twisted trickster. <laughs> I mean, I, Disney's not afraid to ghost her. Because there was actually a point. And I Use guess, ghosts, you cowards. Yeah. <laughs> there was a point when in, uh, in Disney history for a short period of time. And I, I'm so glad I got to write both these guys when this happened. They got fucking... Hot red chili peppers. Red hot chili. Peppers. Red hot chili. Fuck off. I'm <laughs> blind eye. We knew what you. <laughs> we knew what you. Sorry, I'm colorblind. All right. <laughs> red hot. Doors chili down three. They got red hot chili peppers. I'm sorry. I've been drinking. Yeah. Uh, Everyone else slows their words. Please. I just do shit posts. Let's think of her third blind eye. Third sorry, blind eye. <laughs> red hot chili peppers. <laughs> <laughs> hot red. Chili- okay. They actually had uh, Stone Pilot Stone Temple. <laughs> they had um, Space Mountain in tune to the song Higher Ground. Yeah. Ooh, and cool. they had uh, the at the time it was Rock and Roller Coaster, now it's the Incredible Coaster. Or no, it's not Rock and Roller Coaster. Fuck me. It's uh, <laughs> California Screaming. Thank you. I'm, wow. I for, I told you when I drink I forget shit. Um, it's all good love. I forgetting what song it was. I don't think it was as good as Higher Ground. Higher Ground. Oh, it was. It was like Around the World. Yes, or something it like was that. Around the World. Yeah, it wasn't as good. But what does this have to do with California? And I think there's one line. It's like and those California women. But the yeah, wild part sure. is like during as you're <coughs> during the Space Mountain one, it's lit up with red, and they have like lights on each uh, on the like. Uh, sc- in the ride showing, but like the lights are showing women dancing, and, like, and it's like, the, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Forget hyperspace mountain. I want red hot chili peppers mountain but, again. There's also lights, red, red lights light flashing, so mountain. you can see everything. <laughs> so that, the, the only issue is you can see the whole track and mm-hmm. all that. Where you yeah. yeah. Oh, so in Hong Kong, there is a theme park called Ocean Park, right? And they have uh-huh. a really good roller coaster called Hair Razor. Nice. And uh, I went with my family, and I rode with my mom because my sister can't do heights. But uh, they play whatever song they want to play, and it's uncensored. So when my mom and I went on this ride, they started playing Party Up In Here by DMX. (laughs) And it was the greatest experience of my life. Just going through loops. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up in here. Up in here. I was like, Mom, don't listen to the lyrics, but this is so good. <laughs> My mom has gone through so much with me. Like Aww. she, she's from New York, and we, you know, we did some Broadway shows, and uh, we did like Avenue Q and the producers. Oh, okay. so, yeah. I would look at her every three minutes, like, please find this funny, please find this funny, please don't be offended. <laughs> please be cool. And she was Aww. super cool. She thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I love that. Nice. Nice. I, uh, I, my mom and I, the first radar movie we saw together was Borat, and that was oh. a terrible. Holy experience. shit! Yeah. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> we saw it in theater. Sorry, mm. I because we've watched rated yeah. R movies at home plenty of times. Like, sure, yeah. Like one of the first movies I ever saw as a kid was um, was like Terminator, and Terminator uh, and I grew up with like Blues Brothers, and mm. um, 
uh, Animal House and all that. That was like, just very short tangent, like, yeah. of all the families I knew growing up in my neighborhood or from school or whatever, everyone's house had a VH- VHS copy of Terminator 2. That was like the one okay, <laughs> super, yes. like, brutal movie that everyone was like, yeah, I'll put that on. Yes. 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 Well, my favorite is either that or True Lies. Yeah. Now you see, you I saw Jamie you. Lee's uh, movies. Yeah, but it was did back really? in the day. Yeah. Did you? That was 80s PG-13. Oh. Yeah, I saw Those were 80s movies. That was 80s, too. Kayla, Kayla. They don't make them like they used to. Kayla is seriously. No, it's radar. Yeah. I was about like 94. I was about to say, everyone is furiously Google searching, do you see Jamie Lee's boobies? I'm glad, even though this is sort of a, this is a crossover episode, we continue. Uh, Kayla talking about actresses' breasts. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, uh, I will say, uh, um, in that movie, when I saw Jamie Lee Curtis there, um, my, and she's doing the striptease and all that, my first thought actually was, holy shit, I hope when I get into my 30s, my body looks that great. Well, she will just be fabulously wealthy and have a personal trainer. Exactly. And, uh, and, and lots of activity. <laughs> and lots of activity. But yes. damn, like, she looked, but then also I know she went through, like, that too. Yeah. I gotta say though, she still looks pretty good. Yeah. And she won an Oscar recently. So. She did, yeah. finally. It's oh, was that for everything? I think everyone, yeah, yeah, for supporting yeah. actors. It is kind of astounding though that uh that in the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, she stole the movie from mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's a very difficult thing to do. At the time, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're going to get to do the chopper. Get to the chopper. <laughs> you don't want to Have I ever, ever pitched my idea my for wife. the last Conan movie that should ever be made? No. no. Uh, we, we talked about it while we were crazy drunk once. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, know the Dewey Decimal System? So, like, there's two Conan movies, and the first one's the best one, of course. But then we never got our third, and they always just tease it like, and then, you know, it ends with Conan sitting on his throne. But that's a story for a different time. Mm-hmm. We never get closure. And then they rebooted it with Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It's a fun movie. Yeah. I like it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's, fine. it's a Conan movie. Would you, would you I, count Red Sonja as a Conan no. movie? No. No. <laughs> they, they cross them over and <laughs> Absolutely not. But I'm like, okay, you know what? Schwarzenegger's old. Just have him be old Conan on the throne, handing it off to his son, Mimosa, young Conan. Mimosa. <laughs> Mimosa. <laughs> I've been drinking. <laughs> Jason Mimosa. Jason Mimosa. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, how's it doing? Just put a little okay, you know what? When you open, <laughs> when you open your wine. fucking tiki bar in Kansas City, you're gonna have a drink the called the Jason Momoa. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> there it is. But yeah, that's Jason Momoa. Oh, I came, I came up with the name for that bar. Uh, oh, great! I want to call it the Landlocked Luau. Ooh, nice. Very nice. Yeah, give me my third Conan movie, Hollywood. Yeah, I'll pay you money. There's seven dollars. We've been at this for an hour and ten minutes. When does it? When does the episode end? How do it we end? Does. I don't know. It, uh, no, we've we, done like welcome to the first nine-hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do our twenty-four hour Twitch live stream. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I did one. Um, you did. almost made it. Too. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a couple Crazy more suggestions. Mm. I'm gonna throw. Oh, well, maybe this will this will help. I'm gonna throw mm. a couple more suggestions to the. Um, 
rock and roller coaster soundtrack, mm-hmm. right? Oh, mm-hmm. I had one more. Okay. Yeah. Uh, another one that would never happen. <clears throat> the Metal by Tenacious D. Yes! I would love that. Alan, that was legit one I was going to say, because I was like, you could probably find a way to censor it to make it work. Yeah. You know what? Do fucker gently and censor that one. Well, they don't cuss in the metal. They don't. Well, yeah, except, for, except for saying that, you know, it comes from hell, but no one cares. Oh, well, whatever. Well, well, I mean, Sean just told me that there was a toad in hell, man. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, yeah. 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 oh, yeah. 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 If you ride Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, you yeah. go, yeah. go to it's, Christian hell. It's a fun little experience. With Ryan's Christian dad. <laughs> We're going to miss you, Splash Mountain. I'm glad we got to ride Splash no, Mountain one last my time. My clothes are still soaked in the bag at the hotel. Okay, my right shoe is still... Damn, it's a fun little experience where you drive a car with a frogman and then you go to the Christian hell. <laughs> I was about to say, like, if they can get away with that. Listen, and listen. The, and this goes all the way back to the piano bar thing mm-hmm. because I went to my first piano bar two years ago, mm-hmm. one year ago. I mm-hmm. uh, loved it. And oh, yeah. um, uh, my, my brother in law, who was in town, and it was like the reason we even went because he loves it, uh, said, I, you know, all I want, I just want, I have one request and it's for them to play me along. Um, uh, make a man out of you. I play that song once every month. Fucking love it. Mm-hmm. And like the entire, entire building erupted. Everybody knew it. And it was fucking beautiful. And I realize now it's because no one in here is a Zoomer. And they probably wouldn't know it. And at some point, we're going to be requesting songs of, oh god, you don't know this, do you? And yeah, uh, my Disney upbringing was going to Christian Hell with Mr. Toad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because... It's just different back then. It's, it's weird because I know that... Uh, Darren Chris has a piano bar in New York, and he mentions, and it's very true. He's like, yeah, like, the bar's gonna go nuts if you play, like, Piano Man or Don't Stop Believing, but the second you throw out a Disney song, it explodes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's weird because, like, we have managers just like, like, you're playing Disney songs, is this professional enough? Like, have you seen the reaction they're getting out there? Yeah. 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 People are lining up. I mean, again, for, for me, we were on a Disney cruise, and the fact that whenever a Disney song came up, it was like... She was like, kind of like, okay, I'll play this. But then, like, she voluntarily ended the set with all of just movie songs with a beautiful rendition of a song that mm-hmm. most people don't know from Disney, which is Candle on the Water. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, good, Pete's Dragon, represent. Yep. Uh, Kayla, I hope you appreciate this, but if I do Let's Go Crazy and I have to vamp, I will add the DuckTales yeah. theme song to it. Yes! yes. <laughs> I think my favorite part from that night, though, was still, um, like, someone put up a request, like, second one or something, that it was like, not yet, man. Let me warm up. Oh, yeah. And then the key goes away, and his sub comes in, and then the sub comes out, and he comes back, and he says, all right, I'm ready to do the one with Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> and, does, and does the song, and, like, during, like, the breakdown, just, like, slams the uh, the, the, the keys covered, like, up against a boom, boom, to keep a beat. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> was it? It was so good. Shaggy. It wasn't me. Oh, it wasn't nice. Me. It wasn't it me. Yeah. It was fucking amazing. I was, there was some comedian on TikTok I saw recently. <laughs> Of R&B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was weird. I was. Uh, <laughs> that whole part, you it's like, what the fuck is this guy saying? Yeah, I, I love those songs. That's okay. Yeah. Same with like Laffles, Wumble, Puddle, and Still. That was after that. I sound like Stitch. It was there for my incarceration. <laughs> People, I'm sorry, what? Uh, that's the ear of my and darling. He's, and he's trying to give advice to him because 
Well, that's why he always like fucks up because he has Shaggy as his fucking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't have. It wasn't me. You said what? <laughs> she caught me in the bathroom. I, I mean, just say it wasn't you. Wasn't me. Don't do that. Since you, we were talking about British comedy earlier with like Monty Python and everything, do you ever watch Big Fat Quiz on Channel Four? Uh, oh, I did. I've I used seen to. clips. Okay, you know, like Big Fat Quiz of the Year, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I, I remember used there was to. one question where they were talking about my ex like, is really into yeah, that show. Where they were talking about like Shaggy, and it was just like, what were the things he were doing and he was caught. And I remember it was Richard Iowati and Noel Fielding. It was like, where was he being caught? Best team. Yeah, it was like, uh, oh, easily. In an airplane hangar, in a tiger cage in a zoo. Because <laughs> it's one of those, if you don't know the answer, you just troll the fuck out of everybody. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, Richard and Noel are the best team. I, I've seen, it's like, awesome. it's a clip of uh, Richard goes on, like, this terror about people stealing his candy and just, like, steals half of the episode of just complaining about that. <laughs> it's fucking demented and amazing. Uh, also, this guy was the dumbest. Yeah, how could I forget that I had so many really. How did you forget, dude? I was drunk. <laughs> a lot of drinking involved, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. That song developed uh, kind of a bad reputation about being about gaslighting, but he does come clean at the end. Yeah. He doesn't listen to his asshole friend who is Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> Shaggy doesn't listen to Shaggy about gaslighting this woman. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Mr. Boombastic. I'm not going <laughs> to listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what cracks me up is uh, if you're you know uh, Land of a Million Drums by uh, Outcast yeah. using the Scooby Doo. There's literally a line where they compare. They actually compare the two Shaggy's. Like Shaggy got that boombastic. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> what was that one movie with uh, the guys from Workaholics? They were working at like a hotel. Game, game over. Game over. Yeah, and yeah. Shaggy ends up being in that movie. <laughs> and it was just like, all right, I have one request. What is that? I want Shaggy to sing. It wasn't me. <laughs> As the McElroy brothers uh, explained recently, his real name is Shagworth Boombastic. <laughs> <laughs> Shagworth Boombastic. Well, it was because of them. I, it was I, admittedly I don't know as much about it, but when they mentioned that his his name is Shagworth Boombastic, my brain smash cut to that part in Outcast. You know, Shaggy got that Boombastic, and I'm like, oh, they're like, oh. Oh, I see. Of course, the other part that I love in that is the part where they're talking. Me and Shaggy dressed in the back, or dressed in all, all in black, strapped, and I'm like, whoa. Damn. The idea that, like, they stole the whole set. Man. They have to go after the Scooby Snacks. Oh, it's the they're, they're sitting in the back of the mystery machine getting ready to go. <laughs> Dressed in black, <laughs> strapped. This is the song. Even Shaggy, Shaggy having a gun is a little trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it is. This was a song that was used for the Scooby Doo soundtrack. In the movie. land of a million drums, there is always something going on. Okay, okay. Oh. Favorite Outcast song? Uh, um, oh, yeah. uh, Roses. Yeah, I was going to say Roses too. Oh, Either Roses or Miss Jackson. Uh, oh, yeah, probably. I would say hey uh, but I've been playing that all the time. I just got out of it. No, no one good. picked my two choices. Well, well, no I mean, but I was also idea. thinking about. Uh, I was also thinking about um, uh, the one with uh, Killer Mike. That's uh, the one I was gonna pick. Yeah, the, the whole world. Yeah. Yes, thank you. I love that song. Also, also, fucking bombs over back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with roses and plant a million drums. So Dave and I do a Halloween playlist every year where we um every so for 31 days he and I switch off between playing like we'll share like songs with each other. It's like, okay, what's your Halloween song? And then we pretty much that was the Halloween song he chose for last year. One of the Halloween songs he chose for last year. 
This is my one? Yeah, from the yeah, Atlanta Million Drums. I'm like, oh, I, this is one I hadn't thought of. Like, suddenly it came back to my recollection. I'm like, oh, yeah, here you go. Have have some out. We're going to put Outcast on this playlist, and now yeah. it'll forever be there as, as from the year of our Lord 2022's Halloween playlist. There it is. We've been there doing. I'm glad you guys do because, like, you know, rattle off a Christmas song. It's a mile yeah. fucking wide. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, it's a Halloween song. Most people can think of one. So we we also have we also have a a, a playlist of like our favorite Christmas songs, which is very unor- which is more unorthodox stuff generally. Mm-hmm. And of course, we have uh, you know Christmas and Hollis on there because why not? Yeah. Yeah, that's, oh, that's but fine. also like Squirrel Zippers Carolina Christmas. Mm-hmm. Which I is have great. that actual vinyl. <laughs> ah, that's so cool. So, the, the reason it started out that we did the whole Halloween playlist, playlist thing was I remember when I was 10 years old uh, and I used to do dancing and we had a Christmas dance show and I said, I'm surprised we have never done a Halloween dance show. And a friend that I, uh, we both did dancing had said, well, there's not enough Halloween songs out there. And I'm like, and my 10 year old brain was like, bullshit. Mm-hmm. I will find yeah. more uh, tons of Halloween songs. So I would just, I had like a whole playlist of it, like songs at the ready that had a Halloween theme. And then David, that's when David and I were like, wait, what if we did a Halloween playlist and yeah. we created one? And then it started this whole Halloween tradition we do now every year. That's someone is, man. We have hey, if you ever want to hit us up for Halloween music, oh, we got God. you covered. Yeah. Whether it's like old vintage stuff or newer stuff mm-hmm. or obscure stuff. Tell we, me what type of like song you need. It's like, oh, I need something with that's devilish. <coughs> we got you covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have that's the other one people yep. think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Monster and the monster. That's <laughs> yeah. the only one that, two, that anyone yeah. ever knows. Yeah, but we, but like, you know, it's fun when you're like going through a lot of the vintage stuff and you find like seven or eight different versions of Mysterious Moe's, which is an yeah. old, like, jazz cover. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. like Blues for Jack Dracula by Philly Joe Jones. There's, yeah. um, Fucking, yeah. you want, you can get Louis Armstrong singing about, uh, you know, a skeleton in the closet. Like, that's, there's a lot of cool shit mm. like that. Old Satch, just. Send it to, like, Ooh, whoever the, the, the trumpet player? No, the Both monster. Focus, focus, oh, and yeah, the like, Scream and Jay Hawkins, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Send it to wherever the, the like, big corporations get <laughs> their music, because, like, they'll play the same fucking 12 Christmas songs every year, but during Halloween, they don't play shit. So yeah. Please send it to them well, so I can get yeah. some nice Halloween music. My and stores. then it gets wild because then, like, um, I, so I always try to add in at least one Oingo Boingo song each year because their <laughs> Oingo Boingo has so many fucking cookie theme songs. Right. But every time Halloween comes roll around, they always have to just play Dead Man's Party, which I'm grateful for. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, it's like. Come on, like. <laughs> well, I mean, you know the band so well. You're able to pull out obscure stuff like that first year you did "Don't Go in the Basement." Yeah. By Oingo Boingo, I was like, "Wow." Would "Miss You" by Blink One Eighty Two count? That's like Halloween song. Jack and Sally. Uh, and the music video, I'm really. Thinking I need about to. Why. I gotta listen to the song all week. Miss here, you. Where you? Webster Mall this Oh, I hope you guys appreciate this because I do do that song at work and during the break I tell the audience, all right guys, that was great, but this next time I need you to do it happier <laughs> with your mouth wide open. And I think maybe like three people anytime I do that get it and everyone's like, okay, we're going to do it. And those two people are just like, did you just quote Whitest Kids? <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude. If no one's seen that, we might watch it after this. <laughs> There's a couple things we need to watch after this. Yeah. Uh, would you would you guys think that uh, I mean I don't know if, if anybody else uh, likes um, Steven Universe 
Hell yeah. Um, I haven't gotten to the show yet, but I really want to. Uh, I, we got to a certain point, and then we stopped. I think we got to the point where White Diamond got introduced, and we were just like, and then we just didn't watch the rest of it, not because we didn't like it, but because we just well, there's the other stuff. Yeah, I, I wonder. Like, I think you might have at this point. You might have gotten to this song. Um, oh, girl from the donut shop. Um, oh she yeah. She starts the band, and she's like, it's it's basically like, I'm, I'm a good 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 ghost. Like she basically like. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the one song. where she's like, yeah, that's yeah. actually. I hadn't thought that that might be a good one. Yeah. I was saying, like, yeah. Would, would, that, would that work for her, like yeah, uh, Halloween? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I'm cheating and looking at a Halloween playlist. On yeah. Spotify. So, <laughs> so the we'll send you links. Thriller. <laughs> I am resubmitting uh, yeah, my yeah. suggestion for the Monster Fuck by Leo Carpaccio. <laughs> so the one that, because uh, like, one, usually it's there's songs that are like are slapped so hard, even if they don't have that full Halloween song. So the sure. one I found uh, was like from the 1960s called um, uh, uh, by Eartha Kitt called. Uh, okay. Oh, oh, uh, I'd rather be burned as a witch. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly just her talking about like. Um, She's not going to be that girl that uh, basically uh, will stand around and then, uh, but the song is basically, they say that I'm a witch, but I, like it has like that sort of theme, but it's not about witchcraft at all. But it's, (laughs) it's slapped so hard and it's. I'd rather be burned as a witch than never be burned at all. I know we talked about uh, if Missy would count as a Halloween song. Would you count everybody Backstreet's Back as a Halloween? No, I can't. I, I get what why, but mm-hmm. every but if you listen to it, you don't think Halloween. It just so happens that the music video happens at a haunted house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, we, there's there's limits we can allow. Like actually, another one that we put in there was uh, a song called um, uh, uh, "Witch for a Night," which again, it's only the only connection is the fact that it says "Witch for a Night," but it's such a like jazzy funky song i'm like i have to put it on there it's so good and the fact that they're using the term witch that's another this, doo-wop it's another doo-wop number right kind of uh, like it's not really doo-wop it's just very oh just very like it's like almost it's like rockabilly almost yeah right? yeah you ever see that meme that's like oh a wonderful christmas time by paul mccartney is actually about a bunch of witches who get caught and they have to like make something up to <laughs> so like the, the lyrics are like the mood is right the spirit's up we're here tonight, and that's enough. Shit, someone's here. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. <laughs> they're gone. The party's on. The feeling's here. It only comes the time. Your shit. Simply <laughs> It's a coven celebrating Yule. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that's... Oh, no, the Christians are here. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't want to get thrown in the lake. <laughs> She what am same as a duck? But yes, yes. Made of wood. Yeah, the, the the most backwards thinking of any time period. Like, or not one, well, not any time, but like, just like, oh yeah, if she floats, then she's yep. a witch, and then we'll kill her. Yep. But if she dies, dies then she's then a real person, 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 and we already okay. killed her. <laughs> Let me get out of the way that there are not one but two rap songs about. What? Um, there's the Fat Boys one. Go and, on. And uh, there's the uh, the fucking one uh, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince did. 
Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince did a Freddy Krueger rap. Yeah, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. I don't remember its name, but I'm not crazy. Hold on. He had another thing we have to watch. This sounds kind of crazy. God damn it! I talked about something at the beginning of the podcast. I was okay. We should watch this. A Nightmare on My Street by DJ Jazzy. Oh my god! I got. I think we added that. It's a Nightmare on My Street. Yeah, I actually. I think I added that to one of our playlists. Did you? Yeah, maybe not. I don't. No, I don't think so. I would remember. Also, I don't know how many people here have watched Thirty Rock, but I'm also going. Werewolf bar mitzvah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay, to be fair, this year we're doing a best ofs from our, our like the last five years of our playlist. We're just we pick ones. The, we do this every five years now that like we that we were like okay. But let's, let's but next year back. these are great suggestions. I'm gonna go back to this episode and be like I'm gonna yeah. plumb this. I'm gonna remember. <laughs> it, it is a it's an actual really good song though. Um, the uh, uh, there's a nightmare on my street. I forgot about that one because the one that That's always crazy. pops up uh, is. I'm always, and they haven't used that on a playlist yet, but on our playlist yet. But I keep, I, I, there's always that bend because <coughs> it kind of works, but it kind of it's an extension. I get it, yeah. but yeah. Uh, most Rob Zombie songs, yeah. yeah. I, I don't. You I'm can't so overdo it. It yeah. can't be Dracula every year. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you hear Dracula like every Halloween. Here's a fun question. My uh, my my fiance works at a theme park as well. She works at the local one, and they do Halloween haunt. And uh, naturally, one, yes. Yeah, one song that they play all the time recently because it came out like a couple years ago. Uma Thurman, Fallout Boy. Specifically oh. because they have the Munsters theme as the main riff. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Would you yeah. count that as a Halloween song? I don't know the lyrics. I only know the chorus and the. Well, it's kind of like I would not, you know, like there's. Oh, what's that one? There's that one pop song I hear every so often that basically uses a part of Rocket Man, but then it's not Rocket Man. That's Elton John's new career. It's just, I'm going to redo all my songs with hot. People. Oh, okay. He does the same thing with Tiny Dance. With but it, but it wasn't. But it wasn't Rocket Man. Like most of it's not that. Yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's that Lipa, uh, I can't remember the name of the song. So, and we, so cold, cold Heart. There we go. Okay, that's it. Dave and I do themes uh, every so often. So, like in 2020, we did a theme for Dead Dead. Un- or we call it Dead Undead. So any songs that had like a dead theme or an undead theme. So that include murder and death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So- Goodbye, Earl. I put it. I put that on there. I put that on Dixie Chicks. Goodbye, Earl. Yeah. I put, I put, there was also uh, You're Dead by Norma Tanega, which yes, is love it. the I, theme to I, What We Do in the Shadows. I really need to find my notes for that parody I started writing. Mm. Um, I wrote a song called, I started it with, I have a song called Seth called Goodbye Plarg. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and Plarg is like an unknowable, unkillable, like, eldritch deity. Uh-huh. Someone contemplating how to, like, it's like someone contemplating how to kill Cthulhu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, does I Fucked Cthulhu good count as a song we could put on the Holy list? Shit. There's a song called I Fucked okay, Cthulhu. Uh, Another thing to watch after this. Oh, it's only 30 seconds long. I don't care. I want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch it. Okay, I think we should probably... probably okay. Mm. okay. Uh, Bella Lugosi's dead. Anyway. Yes. Oh, oh yes. there you go. Yeah, we've added The that. song. Okay, I was like, of course well, he's dead. Um, <laughs> nobody give a fuck about the Bella. <laughs> Vincent, should we stick him to make sure he's actually dead? Oh, the string. I, I thought you would say that. <laughs> My favorite part of it was just him going off to do uh, morphine, and he's just like off screen, just here. Psh, 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 psh. 
<laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> uh, hey, so since we're this is a joint podcast, we should probably talk about real quick what where where you can find the respective versions because this is gonna probably be released on every podcast feed. That's part of the joke. By yeah, the way. yeah. We're, you're, listen the YouTube to this version all five times to get us this. <laughs> if you if you listen to all five versions, you unlock the secret ending. <laughs> there, there are clues hidden within each one. So you have to listen to the <laughs> Give Future Maureen a lot to work with. I oh, guess yeah. I don't know. If you uh, if you like like horror novels and enjoy a, a whole book club oh. session, listen to Darkly Lit on Creative Horror. If you like hearing about strange and weird movies while two drunk assholes talk about them, listen to Jameson tapes. Uh-huh. If you like hearing, Can't dispute that. No. If you like hearing, sometimes people who are drunk, sometimes they're not, and they just, sometimes painfully sober for depending on what we're reading. <laughs> In the past, at least, being weirdos, reading uh, people stories that ha- are submitted, or just reading stories in general. And that are safe for us to read. That are safe for us to read and. Give our honest opinions. Listen to Undercooked Analysis. Um, and uh, you can find me uh, in St. Louis rolling on dubs. <laughs> I knew it! I knew, you knew it! Smoking on dubs and clubs, blowing up like Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. <laughs> getting curved and getting dubs. Daps and hugs. Me and hugs and shoulders. He hangs out with Florida Georgia Line. Coffee <laughs> <laughs> Pie is, not on, is the only podcast that's not on Create Horror. And it's all because you're late in restaurant. <laughs> Most of this is on a creative horror except for a coffee and pie. I'm going down, down, baby. <laughs> We're we'll gonna make coffee and pie. Like, update a little bit. Bye. Oh wait, 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 wait. No, no, I, I, come I, back, a, come there back. There was a point I wanted. I wanted to end this on, and it was, uh, but I, it, it's almost loving. Alan, can you tell the folks who are listening to the show? Because I think that's a perfect ending. What uh, your thing about defenestration? Oh, oh, I sure can. This is important. So there was a debate at my place of employment uh, about uh, if defenestration is specifically the act of throwing someone out of a window. Yes. Um, what would we? What would be a word for the act of throwing someone out of a door? Um, and we put this. De- we put the definition up on like our whiteboard at work with a blank in front, so someone sure. could come up with a word. The first person put up yeeting, and that's lazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. right. Yeeting is just throwing. That's a throwing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, in general. In general. Uh, so what I came up with, I was trying to think of media where someone is specifically thrown from out of a door. Um, Preferably on multiple occasions. <laughs> on multiple occasions, where it's that kind of thing. <clears throat> think of only one. So instead of defenestration, uh, I've come up with DJ Jazzy Jeff Finestration. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about Jazzy Jeff a lot today. Yeah. We sure have. We've You're welcome to Jazzy Jeff more than anyone has spoken of DJ Jeff. <laughs> 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 Since 1997. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinera, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at CreativeHorror.com. <laughs>